0: Welcome back to the Golly Girl Talk podcast, man. I actually think I'm going to switch some stuff up. Like y'all going to be GGT family, Golly Girl Talk family. You know, Chrissy had mentioned that last week on the podcast and I thought, you know, that's really cool. You know, I really like some like some clean lingo, you know, so GGT really sounds cool. So I think we're going to roll with that. GGT GGT fam, what's up, what's up? (laughs) Anyways, I just want to thank you um for tuning into the Ali Girl Talk podcast each week or whenever you listen even if you binge listen I heard some people say they binge listen they can't handle my energy every week so I mean you know I'm I'm okay with that I just love that you listen uh it really means a lot to me and I really think it means a lot to God because I believe that he is doing some amazing work in all of our lives through the content that is shared on this platform so Yes, I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, without you, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this every week. I mean, as long as I, as long as I got one, though, you know, I'm, I'm going to reach that one. You know, I'm all about that one. I'm not about this big platform. But I do appreciate people listening and sharing the word and and sharing what, you know, what I'm doing. And also giving me feedback. That's the big thing, too. Um, I've been encouraging y'all at the end of the podcast. But I do want to take a minute now at the beginning of the podcast and encourage you to rate the podcast. Review it. There's a, a section on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, wherever you listen, there's a section on there where you can review the podcast. And so give it, you know, three stars, two stars, five stars. I love five stars. But hey, I like the real truth. Um, I love correction. If I said something that made you mad, like my mom one time, she told me, uh, you said pissed off on your podcast. And she said, that's just not a god. Like, I just don't feel like that's like, it's not a curse word. But as a godly woman, I don't feel like you should be, you know, saying it. That's good feedback, you know what I'm saying? So, um I just said it again so I apologize, but I won't be saying that anymore. So, if you, you know, you feel like I said something that you didn't feel like was biblical, definitely correct me on that in the comments. Out in the open, I'm o- I'm okay with that because I know that I'm an imperfect person, um and I but I want to change. I want to continue to evolve and, and evolve in the in the um And the way that I live and live for God, not evolving, you know, they got this uh, progressive Christianity. Ain't no progressive Christianity. It's what's in their Bible. And that's it for me, for me in my house. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, last week, Chrissy and I talked about um, purpose and calling, right? So this week, I felt like it was only right for me to touch on the topic of vision, vision so you know when we think of vision we think of that 2020 you know i got my glasses on right now which i don't really wear all the time but i got them on right now why because you know sometimes i really be want to be focused and i really be, i, w- I want to see what i'm actually looking at because and not squint you know because i don't really think squinting does anything but we just do it because we think it help us see but it really does not help us it actually closes our eyes and probably narrows our vision a little bit more but you know, let us squint, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, I got my glasses on today, but we're not talking about, you know, 2020 vision. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about godly vision. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, everybody thought 2020 was going to be the year of vision. I mean, I don't think it was. I mean, although it's been a heck of a year, um... I really think the year 2020 has been a year of perspective. Like, I think it opened a lot of our eyes. So if we think about vision, it really opened our eyes to to reveal what's important and what's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, even this Thanksgiving is going to be different for me and my family. We had plans to spend Thanksgiving at my aunt's house. We got a brand new house. And we like, you know, we about to turn up and have a great time, right? God blocked that. You know, I'm not saying that he allowed these things, you know, he, uh, he caused these things to happen, but it was blocked and he allowed it to be blocked. We're not spending Thanksgiving at my aunt's house. We're spending Thanksgiving at our own house because my aunt has coronavirus. So please keep her, uh, in, in your prayers, her and her family, uh, in your prayers. Um, you know, praying that this, you know, doesn't, you know, over into anything else. Just praying that it's just, you know, a run with this coronavirus and, um, and she's completely healed from it and that none of her family members have contracted it. Um, So, and and as actually as of right now, her husband actually has been Uh, has tested positive as well so we're praying for him as well so just praying that it stops there um so anyways so yeah 2020 has been a year of perspective it's opened our eyes to what's important and what's not important God we need God and we I think everybody realized that we needed God this year right here I think that if I didn't have God before this year started my year would have been a whole lot different but when I tell you my 2020 has been amazing And I know it sounds crazy because it's like, wait a minute, we in a pandemic and it's been amazing. I can see you saying it's been okay. No, mine has been amazing because so many things that God has done through me in my life. And it's not amazing according to the world because I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money in my bank account right now. But you know what? It's been an amazing year because I got stuff that money can't can't buy. Do you hear me? I have stuff that money can't buy. Things that only come from the Lord, permanent things. You know, I told my friend today, I'm like a tree planted by the living water. Come on now, and she said, "You know they can cut trees down." I said, "But you can't cut the roots." Come on now, I know y'all heard that. Can't cut the roots. Can't cut the roots. Okay, so that's not what we we was talking about today. That's not what we was talking about, and y'all know how I get. You know. Anyways, let's jump in. Let's jump into today's topic. Right? What is vision? Got this. You know definition off google it says the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom imagination creativity all that good stuff vision boards, you know all that good stuff right um what is godly vision godly vision is supernatural revelation supernatural revelation this stuff that only comes from god and this vision this type of vision always lines up with the word of god hear me clear when i say this godly vision always lines up with the word of god so god is not going to give you a vision that does not line up with his word so if you get a vision and it don't line up with god's word that ain't his vision that's yours that's yours okay just letting you know that right now Godly vision is God's vision for our future. God's vision for our future. This type of vision glorifies God. Vision that leads to helping others. This vision is future focused. So it's focused on the future, a better future, progress. Vision that defeats the devil. Vision that advance the kingdom of God. And that are biblically based and are about, like I said, advancing the kingdom of God. God is not going to give you a vision that's going to tear down his kingdom. But you can't tear down his kingdom. But he's not going to give you a vision that's going to that's gonna be out of line with what he's trying to do in this earth. His visions will not include sin. His visions will not, probably will not be able to be done by you and your strength. You're going to have to rely on God's strength for the vision that he has given you. When we focus, this is something that I learned. When we focus solely on what God's want, what God wants for us, we will get godly vision. When we focus only on what God wants, we get God's vision. Come on now, somebody. I know y'all be praying and saying, God, what is it that you got for me? What is it in my future? You get if you focus on what God wants to do in your life, you will get his vision. You will get his vision. It, it God ain't withholding nothing from us. He said we friends, we fam. We his children he ain't gonna withhold nothing from us unless unless we can't handle it he he does withhold things that we can't handle as a, as a rightful parent does you know you got you got a two year old you're not about to tell them that you got uh you know a bucket of candy at, at the top of the uh you know at the top of the fridge or something you're not gonna tell them that why because they're gonna be trying to break that necks getting up there and they're not ready for that. They're not ready to be able to get, eat that candy one by one, have a piece of candy a day. They are gonna eat the whole bucket and be sick, right? You're not gonna tell them that you got a, a college fund for them with $100,000 in it. Two-year-old ain't, they ain't think about college right now. They ain't even, they don't even know what college is. They like, bro, look, did you buy me that new toy? Where's my lunch? Matter of fact, where's my pacifier? If They still on the pacifier. Did you change my pull up? Are you teaching me how to potty train? They on a, they not ready for that. They still on milk and you trying to get them meat. You trying to tell them about college. They ain't even started regular school yet. He like, hold on, pump your brakes, mama. Proverbs 29, 18 says, people perish for lack of vision. People perish for lack of vision. I think the scripture actually says my people, which is God, we're all God's people. We perish for lack of vision. So based off this scripture, vision is crucial to carrying out God's will for our lives. We cannot carry out God's will for our lives if we don't have his vision. Period. You need a vision to know where you're going. And the beautiful, amazing thing about serving a mighty God like ours is that he is all seeing and all knowing, meaning there are no limits to the wisdom and vision that he gives as he shows us things that that to come um, through his word and his Holy Spirit. Like some of the stuff that God be showing me, I be like, what? I'm gonna do that? You gonna do that through me? Like, Really? You know, even this whole, uh, you know, fostering these kids. I ain't never thought I was going to be fostering no kids. I love kids, but I never thought I'd be fostering kids. Now, honestly, I can see myself with about 20 kids in my house. I never thought that was going to be my life. God did this work in me, right? Habakkuk 2 and 3, write the vision and make it plain so that everybody who reads it will run it. <laughs> and I put a little twist on that, because, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I have to do that. but write the vision and make it plain so that everybody who reads it will know it right the vision is for a later time and a point in time so this means write down your visions and goals um and how you can get there like you would with your weight loss you know i'm saying you you gonna have some goals written down for your weight loss you want to lose 10 pounds by uh, Christmas and you're not going to do it because you're going to eat that Thanksgiving food. You're not going to work out. But anyways, uh, you want to lose 10 pounds by by Christmas or by the new year, you want to lose 20 some pounds, right? How you going to do that? You got to create a plan, right? You want to pay off that debt. You just not going to just be paying off debt. You got to have a plan of how you're going to pay it off, right? You need to see, you need a vision for how you're going to do it. You plan a trip, Okay. When y'all leave, where y'all going? How y'all gonna get there? Y'all flying? Y'all you're in the car? You driving your car? Uh, what time you leave? What time you coming back? Where you staying at? You got it's, it. It requires goals. It requires planning. Right? We need goals to keep us going. Oftentimes, when God gives us a vision, it's not for that time. So when Habakkuk at the end of that uh, verse, it says the vision is for a later time. Oftentimes, God gives a vi- gives us a vision, it's not for that time. A lot of times it be years and sometimes decades before the vision actually come to pass. It be years. Like that's what people that's how people get discouraged because they be looking at the clock and they like, "Wait a minute." Um like Sarah said, "Um God, I'm 99 years old. What you mean get pregnant?" <laughs> what what are you talking about? Cuz like we can't get I cannot get pre- This man is old. We don't even have sex no more, God. What do you mean somebody like we going to have a child? I'm 99 years old. Man, come on and get me from down here because I ain't I ain't got time for this. No, you gonna, you going to have a child. A lot of times, like I said, it be decades before the vision come to pass. But know that God is using everything in your life up to that point that that vision comes to pass to prepare you for that appointed time. Everything that you go through up until that vision comes to pass. You'll look back at your life and you'll be like, you know what? You was using that experience and that experience right there. Oh, and that's why I had to go through that so that I could be ready for this right here. God is amazing. Do y'all hear me? To sit high and look low. So imagine sitting high over all the earth. I'm talking about all the United States, Africa, and All these places, like Paula White said. You know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But when I was thinking about it, when I was saying Africa and Antarctica, man, my my girl Paula tripped me out though. But anyways, like imagine sitting high and looking low over all this and you can see everything and you got control over it all. Who don't want to serve a guy like that? I'm going to tell y'all right now. You know, some people are like, oh, if I was God, I would have did this. I was God, I would did this. Let me tell y'all right now. If I was God, everybody would be destroyed. Everybody would be destroyed. I thank God that I'm not God. I thank God that I serve a God that his ways are not my ways. Because my ways is straight up jacked up, but his ways are perfect. My thoughts, they jacked up sometimes too. His thoughts, perfect. So, don't let the fact that sometimes the vision is going to take a while, make you lose focus. That's good. Don't let the fact that the vision is going to take a while to come to pass, make you lose focus. Keep your eyes on the prize. God told you he going to do something. Think about your life and how he's using the things right now to prepare you for that. And I'm going to talk about some of my visions, some of the visions that God gave me for my life and how he's using how i been able to see now okay he's using this and that and this to prepare me for it so i'm gonna give you a couple examples of visions from the bible um joseph joseph and his brothers okay joseph dreams of being in some high position and his family bowed down to him he went to his his brothers and his dad he was like hey y'all look i just had this uh dream right and we was all out in the field collecting grain and all of a sudden my bundle of grain stood up, and y'all gathered down and bowed low before mine. And the family was like, hold up, partner, who you think you is? Why you think you gonna rule over us? And his daddy, he said, you know, his daddy went to him, he like, hey, what you know, what is this about? You think me and your mama gonna rule, we we're gonna lay down? I can see my daddy now. Daddy, you know, I, I we was out there working in the yard, all of a sudden, you know, I had this dream that you and mama was gonna bow down to me. I can see my daddy now, like said what? What is you talking about? But because my daddy knows the level of spirituality that I have, he probably think about it. He probably like, I don't know what she talking about. You know, I didn't like what she said. I can hear him talking to my mama. Now I do not like what she said, but I think it's something to it. I mean, I think we may be bowing down to her one day. You know, so, but, and Abraham, not Abraham, Joseph's daddy, he knew that. He was like, you know what? It's something about this boy, you know? He, and his daddy knew something was special about him because he always treated him like some royal priest. He had this nice robe on. But his brothers, they weren't having it. They were straight up jealous. And what does jealousy do? Jealousy will kill, baby. People who are jealous, you have to be careful because that jealousy will lead you into some of the most demonic situations. You, would, you, you, you never think that you would do some things, but jealousy will lead you there. So my boy Joe had another dream. Call him Joe, you know, nickname him. Joe had another dream and this one said the boy said the Sun the moon and 11 stars was bound to him <laughs> you know what they did the brother said you know what we threw with this we threw with this kid he got to go they sold my boy Joseph sold him but you know what even though they sold a man even though they sold him they sold him right into the vision come on. listen they sold him right into the vision oh that's so good Abraham and Sarah in Genesis, God told Abe, you know, I call him Abe Abraham. God told Abe, "Come here, boy." So he walks outside. God said, "Look at the stars and count them." Abe, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. God just like, you know what? Just stop. Just stop. Abe like, what does this mean? He like, as many stars as you can see, that's how many descendants you are gonna have. That's how many children you gonna have. Children is you know, slang for children, that's how many children you going to have. Abraham, like, hold up, hold up, guy. I mean, I know you are the God of abundance. You the God of overflow, but I just need one child to get my inheritance to. That's all. I ain't trying to have no whole bunch of children like that. God said, no, you not only going to have your own child with your wife, but you're going to be the father of nations. You're going to be the father of nations. Abraham. Who, who now we know is the forefather of all the Israelites, right? Trusted God, even when it didn't seem like it was coming to pass. So fast forward, him and his wife over 100 years old and they get pregnant. And then he is declared, you know, father of all the nations. Come on, faith, faith. That's that faith that moves mountains, literally. Joseph and Mary, talking about Jesus' parents, right? The earthly parents of Jesus, right? In the first chapter of Matthew, Mary was visited by an angel telling her that she was going to give a, uh, be given a child in her womb by the Holy Spirit. And this wasn't going to be any ordinary child. Joseph, like, you know, he, her fiance, he, like, wait a minute, sis. Like, wait a minute. You've been out here thawing how you get pregnant. I love you, Mary, but, and I was going to marry you. You was going to be mine, but, hey, I ain't accepting no outside children. So, you know, he plotted to divorce her in secret. He was like, I ain't about to marry her. Like, we not doing it." And he wasn't even trying to blast her. He actually was looking out for Mary. Like, he was, like, trying to cover her. Even though she did him wrong, in his mind, he thought she did her wrong. He was still trying to cover her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was still trying to be a good man, right? Even though Mary out here thought and then got pregnant. But no, the Lord visited Joseph in a dream and told him, chill out chill out, marry that girl, because the child that your your girl is carrying right now is conceived from the Holy Spirit. She wasn't thotting, and this child will save all people from their sins. Now, I don't know about y'all, but if God came to me, and I'm married, or I'm getting ready to be married, and this, this man just come out of nowhere with a child, and he talking about this child is going to save the nations from all, you know, from their sins and he's no ordinary child and no woman created this child with him. I'm going to look at him like he's a straight up fool. Straight up. I'm going to be like, so you think I'm boo-boo the food? It must be written on my forehead. If you think that you got this child, this ordinary, this extraordinary child, you know, extra unordinary child or whatever you want to call it. And he's going to save the nations. He's going to save us all. Even me. And I'm supposed to still marry you. And even if God had came to me in a dream and told me that, I would have been like, you know what, that's the enemy, that ain't God. That ain't ain't God. I would have straight up been like, you know what, that ain't God. But if you think about it, God does things so he can get the glory. God don't do things the normal way, like two people having a man and a woman having children. God don't do it like that. God gives single women children. God give women who ain't even had sex children. That's good. Anyways, next one. Um, let's see here. Cornelius and Peter. I'm a, this is my last one here. Cornelius and Peter. So Cornelius was a, um, a Roman Gentile. Um, you know, Gentiles was bad people, whatever. But this story is found in Acts 10. Um, it talks about. Um, Cornelius who is this Roman Gentile who prays to God all day and night um, he revered the Lord and everything that he did um, and he gets a vision that is the solution to his prayers he is told to go get Peter who is a Jew we all know Peter he, Pete. and uh, Gentiles and Jews they don't bang right and Peter is a Jew right um, he told two of the guys um, two of the servant guys uh, Cornelius told two of his servant guys to go and find Peter and bring him here right Peter is told in a dream at the same time Peter in a tree and he's hungry. He's told in a dream to go to the house of the Cornelius to eat. The Gentile Peter like, hold on, wait a minute. What you want me to go to the the Gentile house? Like, what do you mean? We don't we don't bang with them. Like Gentiles are they unclean? They ain't even worthy of my presence. Like I ain't going up in there. They nasty up in there. They be doing drugs and all kind of stuff. I ain't got time. Mm-mm. They uh, they sinful people. I don't want nothing to do with. Them. So. Um, you know, so they, the, the two servant guys come up, you know, walking up on Peter like, Hey, um, Cornelia sent us to go, you know, to come get you. So Peter like, Oh man. So I'd have had this dream. And then now these two guys, are, this ain't no coincidence right here. This gotta be God. So I right, bet I'm gonna go. So the two guys stayed with Peter that night or whatever. They ain't go right to Cornelia's house. They, they stayed with Peter that night. I guess it was later or whatever. So they went the next morning. And so when Cornelia saw Peter, he dropped down and worship him. On, talk about humility, right? And Peter was like, nah, man, get up. I'm just like you, fam. Like, but why you saying for me though? Like, you know, we don't bang like that, but God told me to come here, so I'm here. So what's up? So is like told him his dream, like, hey, bet, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was I was praying, and God gave me a dream, told me to, you know, bring you here. Like, Peter, like, wait a minute. God trying to do something through us, even though we don't like each other, God is trying to do something through us. Come on, somebody, y'all don't understand even though we don't even supposed to be in the same space in the same uh environment god is trying to do something to us through us and so peter spoke the gospel to Cornelius and all the people who was there and they and everybody got baptized in the holy spirit everybody got baptized so peter and Cornelius, being led by the holy spirit with their visions come together and bring about unity and this is what you know the uh the black Hebrew Israelites, I know, ain't no shade, but this is just the truth. This is what they don't believe that the, the Gentiles and the Jews are one. Jesus came for everybody, equality for everybody. Jesus died on the cross for everybody, not just the Jews. He died for the Jews and the Gentiles and we are one. God is no respecter of persons, period. So Peter and Cornelius actually, you know, brought about this vision on the earth that God wanted to do, right? man that's amazing i love that. i love that he just shows me god's love for all people you know people talking about oh god only loves the chosen people black people y'all crazy it's a whole bunch of black people out here that ain't living for god ain't thinking about god and you saying he loved them and he loved them better than you got white people or asian people or whoever out here serving god no he said he loved those who love him those who obey his command commandments that's what he said in his word so anyways we about to finish up y'all so a few visions that god gave me he gave me a dream of living in Texas by myself. In 2019, I was offered a position at the VA in Houston, Texas. And I accepted and, and moved to Houston by myself. Um, God prepared me for living away, prepared me for living away from home when I moved to Tuscaloosa. Then I moved to West Virginia. So God was preparing me through those experiences about leaving home, going into a town that I've called you to um and not being afraid that and knowing that I will provide for you wherever you are your parents are not the ones who provide for you they're the vessels that I use but they're not the ones that provide for you they're not the ones that protect you your ex-husband don't protect you I he's the vessel that I used at the time but he don't protect you um so you know he prepared me and I actually had a dream of this and I remember telling my ex-husband I was like hey you know remember i had that dream and he was like man i ain't i that's the first thing i thought about when you move so he's like he knew he saw where god was speaking to me uh, another vision is when i was uh i was speaking in front of a large crowd of women like and i feel like god is using this platform this podcast platform i'm also a discipleship teacher i lead a connect group i've been having um girls night uh i have a golly girl talk group as you know that this uh, podcast derived out of. And I'm always just passionate about serving other women. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he's using all of these experiences in my life to prepare me for the vision that he has given me of me speaking in front of this large crowd of women. Because right now I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think I'm ready to, you know, be turned up like I was in that that dream. I was turned up, I was going, there was a large stage too. I was going back and forth and I was sweating. I had a towel and I said, that's country. That is so country. First of all, I don't sweat. So I really had to be talking about something to be sweating. Like I had to be passionate about what I was talking about to be sweating. Because even when I'm on the podcast and I enjoy what I talk about, even when I teach, I might perspire a little bit, but I'm not out here like sweating with enough for a towel. Baby, what is you talking about? <laughs> but the the you know the the end all and the point of this message is um God is using your life experiences to prepare you for whatever vision he has given you. Um, and I just want to give you quickly some examples of godly visions, starting a business that glorifies him, marry, marry, you know, marrying that person or whatever, launching that organization or that application on the phone or whatever, um, adopting those kids, writing that book. Those are all godly visions Move to that place. You know that nobody is there you will be all alone because a lot of times god does great things to us when we're all alone i will tell y'all when i moved to houston i was by myself god did a mighty work in me because there's no distractions it was just me and him it was just me and him nobody else when I tell you that was the most beautiful time and I'm talking about I shed, I shed some stuff. Do you know hear I me? Mean? Some, some ugly, nasty things. Not to say that I still don't have stuff to shed, but when I tell you I shed some stuff then, he did an amazing work through me during that time when there was no distractions. So what I want you to do right now is ponder, think on, what has God revealed to you? What visions have you given up on that you thought, oh, you know, it's been too long and ain't happened. And then think about how he is using your life right now to prepare you for that vision. Whether it may be through your work, it may be through um, your parenting or through a friendship or through a business. You just, just think about it. And ask God, pray and ask God to help you, to show you the visions that he has given to you. He ain't withholding that from you. Write it, date it, and walk towards it. Write it down, put a date on it, and walk towards it. And eliminate all the people that say it's not going to happen, eliminate them. You need to, you need to move them out of your space because you don't need nobody that's blocking you. That's giving you that negativity. No, one of my friends said, she's getting ready to start this business. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. This is fast, you know, but God gave her that. And if God gave her that, she can start that business tomorrow. She can start it tomorrow because that's how God works. So again, y'all, please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Also share it with those who you feel like will benefit from this information. Um, I love y'all, man. Be blessed, family. Until next week.